0: May I speak in the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. If I'm asked who has influenced me the most in preaching or speaking about the Christian faith to people of all ages, my answer is generally Matt Groening, the creator of The Simpsons, in case you're wondering, a cartoon which has an uncanny knack of Speaking to people of all ages at the same time, at a level they can engage with and at a level they can understand. And actually, there's a lot more Christian content there than you might first think, just just below the surface. I'm probably the only person who'd give that answer, to be fair, at least amongst us here. On the other hand, we've all, I suspect, got someone we consider to be the best preach we've ever heard, or seen, or read. Maybe that's someone in person, or someone on TV, on the radio, on the internet nowadays, or sermons we've read even. Maybe it's a former vicar, no pressure for me there then. A bishop, an archbishop, an evangelist like Billy Graham, or a saint of the past whose books of sermons we've read. Whoever it is, some people have had the ability of speaking faith in Jesus Christ to us in a way that engages, enthralls, draws us in and brings it alive. Today we offer this Mass for one such person. We've always known this day was coming, but the news on Thursday evening hit hard, or it did for me at least. And I'm not even massively a royalist. I'm undecided on so many things to do with the royal family, to be honest, and moving across to the church in Wales, I was relieved not to have to swear allegiance to the monarch in the oaths at my licensing. On the other hand, Queen Elizabeth was one of those people those faithful followers of Jesus Christ, who had this incredible ability of speaking quite naturally, confidently, and unashamedly about her faith in ways which were so accessible to those who were listening, who may not have even realized what she was doing, how subtle it was. And in these days where there is so often a tendency to use jargon, and overcomplicate things, how refreshing this is. So much is summed up in a few words of her final Christmas message less than a year ago. Jesus, whose teachings have been handed down from generation to generation and have been the bedrock of my faith, his birth marked a new beginning as the carol says, the hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. Words from Queen Elizabeth. Time and time again in her Christmas addresses, we've heard more powerfully something of the incarnation than the rest of us clergy, preaching in churches large or small, were generally able to manage and this was to a wider audience throughout the world than any of us could reach out to summarized each time in just a line or two from a well-known Christmas carol giving people something they knew and loved to link the message to something they could cling on to one priest suggested in the last couple of days that because of this Queen Elizabeth should be known as Elizabeth the Confessor because of her determination to confess, to explain, to stand up for her faith in our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. That is not all though, because we can see quite clearly how Queen Elizabeth's faith affected and influenced her life and it influence how she related to other people. It's not just mere words for her, but shaped who she was. And so many stories we've heard in recent days sum it up. One such story which struck me was, and I quote, the extraordinary moment when the great humanitarian and trauma surgeon David Knott met the Queen shortly after his return from Aleppo. He recalled, I don't know why it happened then, or why it should have been the Queen who breached the dam. Perhaps it was because she is the mother of the nation, and I had lost my own mother. My bottom lip started to go, and all I wanted to do was to burst into tears as I held myself together as best I could. I hoped she wouldn't ask me another question about the letter. I knew if she did, I would completely lose control. She looked at me quizzically and touched my hand. She then had a quiet word with one of the courtiers who pointed to a silver box in front of her. I watched as she opened the box which was full of biscuits. These are for the dogs, she said, breaking one of the biscuits in two and giving me half. We fed the biscuits to the corgis under the table. And for the rest of the lunch, she took the lead and chatted about her dogs, how many she had, what their names were, how old they were. All the while, we were stroking and petting them and my anxiety and distress drained away. There, the Queen said, that's so much better than talking, isn't it? Such a powerful story. And in fact, then we link in over Christmas that wonderful video she made, the conversation, the tea party with Paddington Bear, and pulling the marmalade sandwich out of her handbag after being offered one by Paddington. No, I've always got one here, she says. And you then we throw in her um, film with the Olympics with James Bond as well. Here is a queen who was bothered with the normal people, not just those who were apparently important. We see the Queen putting aside the trappings of her position, just reaching out to people with a certain humour, which we saw with that story with the courtiers. We see with the Paddington Bear episode. And also another story. I was amused by the time she met an American tourist. You may have heard this. I think it was in Windsor Great Park. And the tourist didn't recognize her and so asked had she ever met the Queen? What a thing to ask the Queen. With a straight face, she turned and looked at her bodyguard with her and said, no, I've never met the Queen, but he's met her lots of times. They walked off. The tourist had no idea he'd just been chatting to the Queen, asking if the Queen had met the Queen, and she couldn't resist just her, giving a humorous response. She once said, we shouldn't take ourselves too seriously. No one has a monopoly on wisdom. We must always be ready to listen and respect other points of view. Listen to others, respect others. Don't take yourself too seriously. Which is a funny message for someone with all the trappings of royalty, isn't it? Don't take yourself too seriously. But it's true and it's a message for each of us as we can all fall into that trap so often he, wearing slightly funny robes most of the time today's readings were not the normal lectionary readings for this sunday they were recommended by the church in wales for a requiem for her late majesty they remind us that even when we leave this earthly tent of our mortal bodies it is not the end because we are just waiting to be clothed with our heavenly bodies. God is so desperate to welcome us home. This is the faith that Queen Elizabeth lived her life by and confessed to others. And in the Gospel we hear Jesus saying, I am the bread of life. Whoever eats of this bread will never be hungry and I will raise them up on the last day. Personally, I love the hymn, I am the bread of life. With the refrain, I will raise him up. It didn't seem quite right for today's Mass, although I was quite tempted to suggest it, I have to admit. This message Queen Elizabeth took to heart, a regular communicant, receiving this most holy sacrament of the altar, being fed by Jesus, nourished and renewed by Jesus prepared and strengthened but this is only a foretaste of the heavenly banquet already prepared for her and for all those who come to Jesus. So much is summed up in an account that after hearing a sermon about the second coming of Jesus Queen Elizabeth responded I hope he returns before I die so that I can lay my crown at His feet. Such powerful words. I want to lay my crown at Jesus' feet. There is so much to give thanks for in Queen Elizabeth's life, whether or not you are a fan of the monarchy. She was a devoted daughter, wife, sister, Mother, grandmother, great-grandmother, aunt, friend, and so much more besides being queen. Most of all, though, she was a devoted follower of Jesus, who always sought to let other people know too about Jesus, and lived her life shaped by knowing him. Well done, good and faithful servant. Amen.